0: Welcome to the Link Adelaide podcast. Today we talk to Alastair Tremblay-Birchill about his show The at the 2012 Adelaide Fringe Festival. And Alastair Tremblay-Birchill is a comedian from Melbourne and uh, he is bringing his show The to the 2012 Adelaide Fringe uh, playing the tuxedo cat Alley Cat uh, right throughout the fringe from the 23rd of February to the 6th of March. And uh, he joins me on the phone. How are you doing, Alastair?
1: Good. How are you?
0: All right. Thank you. Um, now, first things first, is it the or the? Uh,
1: look, I like my name. I kind of feel people can just pronounce it however they want. The, the. You could say T. It's like like T in French. Uh, whatever you want. Yeah, it's 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 very unimportant how you pronounce
0: it. <laughs> cool. <laughs> um, and uh, a lot of fun to, I guess, put a title like that into the into the Fringe Guide.
1: Yeah, it's it's definitely it's definitely dumb, and uh, and what I discovered is also completely ungooglable. Yes. which you know, which is which is which really helps with promotion if you're a, a comedian that has a name that's completely unpronounceable and spellable.
0: <laughs> um, so obviously, with with a with a name that is, I guess, ungooglable and so. Widespread throughout our vernacular. Um, yeah. Your scope for the comedy show is fairly broad. Yeah, yeah, and
1: I think that's kind of like what I wanted to do, really. I, I mean, initially, because uh, I, I wrote this show for the Melbourne Fringe, and mm-hmm. uh, it, like, so that's the first place I ran it, and then, and then, so initially, when I first came up with it, I didn't know what the show was going to be about, but also I knew that uh, I was uh, like, I think the title doesn't really matter. Mm-hmm. And also, also, I knew that it's, pro- it's probably a good example of what I'm like. I'm just a just a, like a you know a quite the procrastinator and quite the uh, and 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 that my mind is all over the place with my short of attention span and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. I, f- I feel like it is pretty it's pretty accurate actually for what the show's about. The, the. La whatever happens next. Yes. Yeah.
0: Right. And um, is it a pretty set show that you've you've created? Is it going to be the same show that uh, Melbourne audiences saw at the Fringe last year?
1: Uh it's definitely an improved version since then. Uh like I I ran that for I think for ten or twelve nights in Melbourne and mm-hmm. so it kinda improved over that, but then since then I've kind of I've written some stuff that's much stronger and I've kinda I'm kinda replacing all the lulls and things like that. So it's uh it's it's all it's I'm not gonna say lull free, but it's got it's it's definitely uh <laughs> um Reduced amount of lulls. that's what would be on the package ninety seven percent less lulls.
0: and like if you if you if you didn't take the opportunity to really look at the show between seasons you'd probably be doing yourself a bit of a disservice,
1: yeah, no absolutely, and like that's that's probably what most comedy is about is just that that evolutionary process of just taking something that you know some, like a joke or, or or a series of jokes that Initially, might some some of the creatures in there might be a little bit weak, and then you once those die off, you replace them with stronger uh, creatures, and then you hopefully you've got a, like a much stronger show.
0: Yeah,
1: cool. If, if any of that made sense at all. No, that
0: that makes total sense. Um,
1: yeah.
0: And how long have you been working in Melbourne?
1: Uh, I've been I've been living in Melbourne for three and a half years, but I've been in Australia for fourteen and a half. So I, I did high school here in Australia. So. I'm an Astro- uh, Scottish-born French-Canadian Australian. Wow!
0: You get all in covered. Anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. in North America, I got the Southern Hemisphere, so yeah, yeah, it's 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 cool. And performing comedy, how long?
1: That's been. I just hit three years. I just oh. hit three years. So it's still very early days. Um, I feel like for me, it's, I imagine it takes like ten years to make a really a really strong comedian. But I feel like I've made some good progress, and I'm in that part where I'm like. I'm actually starting to really enjoy some of the stuff that I do and I'm I'm starting to like actually actually see responses that I'm really happy with, like awesome. so that's I don't know. It feels like yeah, it's been progressing nicely.
0: Yeah, cool. And is it is kind of industry where you where you can get a lot of mentorship? Like do you have people in the industry, I guess here in Melbourne, that um you sort of work with to improve your comedy or you go and work at their venues and do that kind of thing?
1: Uh, yeah, well, uh, you definitely get to work with some cool, like like some strong people. It seems like it's still a very kind of independent, indes- independent art form where like almost every single person kind of has to figure out for themselves what funny is.
0: Mm-hmm. Because
1: it, like because there's also su- such like a a negative feel on 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 teaching comedy and the idea of comedy classes and things like that, and, and like the idea that there's a formula behind it, like it's really frowned upon. And so I think. There's not, like, like I'm really interested in the study of comedy like that, but, like, there's not that many people that love to, I don't know, like, that like to break it down like that. They just go, like, ah, just do something that's funny, you know, and then, like, everybody kind of builds up those algorithms in their heads that, you know, like, you just write jokes and write jokes, and eventually your brain knows what a joke is. And, and so, so yeah, it seems to be very kind of uh, independent in that way, but at the same time, you've got access to, you know, with the Internet and, and with working with people, you've got access to the best people in the world, like, mm-hmm. any time of day. So you can you you know you can be sort of learning from them and kind of picking up their tips and tricks and you know and just watching them work and just yeah, seeing how people have developed uh, through like twenty years of practice and things
0: like that. Yeah, absolutely. Because I um I've done a I'm a technician and stage manager by trade, so I've done a couple of um, comedy festival gigs and okay, kind cool. of watching comedians at work throughout a month season. You really get a feel for the for the level of work and the depth of work that you actually have to go into creating. Creating that performance and creating something that sounds like it's um, sound like sounds like it's one-off and sort of immediate to the audience that night, but which is completely crafted and completely kind of completely sort of planned, I guess, into into taking taking the audience places. And yeah, yeah, absolutely. And and
1: that's it's probably a good like. It's nice that you saw it that way because I think some people feel a little bit disheartened a bit when they when they see like you know the, the wizard behind the you know, behind the machine kind of like, you know, like you, you see how it works and you see that it's not all spontaneous. It's, it's. I guess it is funny that people still think that it's coming off the top of the comedian's head and things like that. But yeah, you completely see that sometimes, you know, like like you improv something one night and you're, and then you're like, well, I'm going to integrate that into the show that that worked out. And so then you keep trying to, you, you keep trying to bring it into the show, but you have to try to find a way of making it sound like you just thought of it again that time because or else it just doesn't have that same impact.
0: Yeah. But I think if you if you if you just go and see a comedy show and you sort of just you just do the one night thing you can really you still you still get that thing and yeah, it's just, I mean it's like any city you've just gotta suspend a little bit of disbelief when you go and go and watch it happen. Yeah, that's
1: true, yeah, absolutely. It's just like it's just like with magic. Like yeah, I think like I guess I don't really like watching magic that much but but but, but like the idea that that you you know that you're gonna get tricked and like you know you know you always know that it's a trick. Yeah. But you still kind of you kind of go with it like yeah 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 like that's exactly what you were saying that's why yeah <laughs> just the idea the yeah you have to sort suspend that disbelief just like all right trick me I know it's I know it's not real I know you're actually performing magic but it's nice to have your 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 brain be convinced for a
0: second yeah absolutely um, and I suppose through through the development of your career you're you saying you've you've watched a lot of comedians and and worked. Um, and kind of studied studied a lot of comedians' work. Is there are there comedians that you really, really look up to and kind of not base your work on, but have used their kind of way of performing to I guess inform the way you do your stand up?
1: Yeah, completely. Like like I mean I've I feel like I've I've ex- like I've almost exhausted most of the comedians that are at least like <laughs> Prominent, you know, but both in the sort of the UK and America and things like that. Um, but, but like some of my big influences would be guys like, well, at the moment probably Louis CK, who's like, you know, probably one of the biggest acts in the world at the mm-hmm. moment. And 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 he, in the last few years, I've, I've I've sort of watched as much so that I could try to absorb him through some kind of mental osmosis process, you know, and. And so him, but then like a guy like Mitch Hedberg, who's another American guy, uh, who you know he did kind of shorter one-liner type stuff, and 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 he almost like to me kind of changed the idea of what a whole, what a joke could be and things like that. So that was I don't know he almost somehow like he could turn cool into funny, and and that was a really cool stuff. And you know like there's guys like Stuart Lee in the UK who kind of feel like, like they're just doing stuff where he's hardly doing any jokes whatsoever, but he, but, but he uses the, like musical techniques and through repetition and just almost laboring a point, he, he, he manages to get laughs. Out. And uh, like, it's just, there's so many people that, you know, like, like you know, even, like, even just watching like really old style guys like Dangerfield and watching Joan Rivers or, uh, watching people, um, let's see, like, who do I love? Like, or, or, or even guys like, like Ross Noble and people, people like that who, who, who do have a lot more of a, uh, like a, a improv style, that, mm. that, that that that, like just learning from like just having that confidence. Like so much of that must just be confidence, you know, and probably 15 years of you know performing. But like mm. so much of that must just be, like just believing that your mind is going to feed you the right stuff, and that yeah. you're going to be able to create something funny. But yeah, I'll, I'll just say those guys. But pretty much, I'm I'm constantly taking from everybody.
0: Um, and a lot of these comedians that you named are probably not household names in Australia, which is kind of nice for you and for, for people that. If, I mean, there's so much comedy out there. If you want to go and find it, you can. Um, yeah. And certainly, and, Louis and, CK and, is named by heaps of local comedians as one of their idols. So he's certainly one of the best comedians going around at the moment.
1: Yeah, completely. And and like, I mean, there's some Australian guys like like you know just some guys that are on the scene here in Melbourne like that I uh, I find to be incredible like guys like Lawrence Mooney who's Probably one of the funniest guys in Australia, like you know, I would say he's probably like you know top like either the best or, or the top three comedians in Australia, um, and he doesn't kind of have that popularity that some of the other comics have. And then there's guys like Dave Quirk as well, who I love, who's just doing just something completely different to everybody else. And he just like you know, and 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 it's and it's slow and it's so paced and like and 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 i don't know he just stands there confidently even when there's so much fun. involved of that it's just it's amazing to me so yeah like i'm yeah i'm i'm influenced by guys who live around here as well
0: yeah cool and uh, do you play uh, rooms over in melbourne often
1: yeah yeah, yeah. there's like a, yeah as much as possible and uh you know i'm doing like there's tons of you know there's, like Spleen on monday nights and there's death Barnes, and things like, that. like i i haven't really broken into the the comics lounge uh, in that place yet but, but mostly I'm doing a lot of the kind of I guess what you'd consider the more alternative rooms yeah and I'm yeah I've been gigging as much as I can which is often like you know twice a week or you know, three times a week on a good week
0: yeah great and um, have you been over to Adelaide before or will this be your first time for the Adelaide Fringe
1: this isn't going to be my first time in Adelaide I've just been hearing such good things from like I'm you know, I'm constantly surrounded by people who you know who have done it and like it just sounds like such a positive experience. I hear nothing but good things about uh, Adelaide crowds and and, and like how uh, receptive the, uh, like the Adelaide people are to 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 like to flying to them and to and yeah, I'm just excited. And plus, I've been I've been doing when uh, I've been doing my festival shows. Like I did a comedy festival last year, uh, yeah last year in the Melbourne Fringe as well, and uh, I did it at the Tuxedo Cat when they came here to Melbourne. Yep. And so uh, I'm lucky enough to to, to be with them yeah, in Adelaide, and so yeah, they're. I think they're quite a nice institution in Adelaide, and I'm looking forward
0: to being involved in that. Yeah, they've got a they've got a brand new home uh, this year in Adelaide. They're um, up to North Terrace in the city. They were in uh, an old building next to the post office last year, and uh, yeah, now moved on to North Terrace. So it should be a lot of fun in that uh, club. The old club, 199 building, 199 North Terrace. I think you're opposite the museum or the um, Parliament house, government house, or one of those one of those kind of places. So it's yeah, it's pretty a, prominent part of town.
1: Yeah, absolutely. It's like it's really it's really central from what I hear, or at least yeah. from what Google Maps has just me. But um yeah, and, and it looks like they're doing amazing things to that venue as well. Like they're just working, you know, around the clock trying to fix that place up.
0: Yeah, and it'll be just right for stand up when you get there. Um, Alistair, I hope you have a fantastic season. The show is called The and aside from all of the sort of background comedy stuff we've been talking, it is gonna be a hell of a lot of fun. And, uh, yeah, playing at the 2012 Adelaide Fringe from the 23rd of February through to the 6th of March at Tuxedo Cats Alley Cat Venue, 199 North Terrace in the city. Um, All shows are at 6pm, so you've got early shows. People can go and do other things afterwards, which is awesome. So head along, grab all the details at linkadelaide.com.au and at adelaidefringe.com.au. Alistair, thank you very much for your time. Thank you so much for this. Thanks a lot, man. For more information on Alistair's show, The, at the 2012 Adelaide Fringe Festival, visit our website, linkadelaide.com.au, or check out adelaidefringe.com.au.